Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. LSU has made national news because been unenrolling students for failing to comply with vaccine rules. 78 students received an email Tuesday night informing them that they had been resigned from the college and provided a 50% refund. 50%? So so they, they got kicked out of school they only got 50% of their money back? They, they, they've got to pay the other 50% even though, they, even though they've, been, they've been removed? I guess they got 50% of their education this uh, semester. I, I, don't, I don't think that's it, Coleman. Um, the email said, as a student, you were sent numerous notifications regarding the entry test requirement and reminders to comply. Should you want to re-enroll at LSU, you must complete the entry test vaccination, uh, I'm sorry, the entry test verification survey. You will then need to email the Office of Academic Affairs stating you your desire to be reinstated and added back to your courses. And they were given uh, a deadline to re- re-enroll by 4 o'clock this afternoon. Um, they, they say the goal from the start has been to get everyone in compliance. But while the number has shrunk, those 78 students have been contacted that they are being unenrolled from the university. These students did not comply with the COVID entry procedures. What's complying with the COVID entry procedures? In order to comply with LSU's COVID-19 fall 2021 entry protocols, All students are required to provide either proof of a negative COVID-19 test result, 
proof of COVID-19 vaccination or proof of a positive COVID-19 test result no more than 90 days prior to arrival of campus, uh, on campus in Baton Rouge. So it's either proof that you got tested or proof that you got the vaccine, either one, right? It's kind of like how you get into any any restaurant or bar in New Orleans right now. Seems simple enough. My thing is, let's say you do decide to comply and you meet the 4 o'clock deadline. Are they going to take back that 50% that they gave you? Because there's, there's your options. Your options is to comply with what they're talking about or get to keep 50% of your money and go about your business. What would you rather do if you was a young, struggling student at this time right now in our, in our juncture of life? Yeah, that's the one part of, of, of this that I don't I don't get. How they unenrolled the these seventy eight students because they didn't comply with their coronavirus rules, yet they're only get giving them fifty percent of their money back? I mean you you, you know how expensive yeah, a, a, year, a year at colleges, but they I'm I'm quite sure they were still doing stuff that the money is for like before they didn't comply. They were still going to class. They were still utilizing their dorms, going to the cafeteria, and you know, reading the books and using the library and the internet. So they did use some of the LSU services. So yeah, they. I guess they are entitled to some of the money, and I guess fifty percent is fair because something is better than nothing. But if I'm already a student that's kind of like on the whims of whether I should comply with these rules, and I got fifty percent of my money back. I could probably use that 50% of my money back because I'm assuming that if you do comply and you re-enroll, you're going to have to give that 50% back. Or they might even screw you and want, want you to pay even more uh, for re- uh, re- uh, reapplying and getting reinstated in the class. The president of LSU, William Tate, said students would have to show proof of their first vaccine dose by September 10th and show proof of full vaccination by October 15th. He, uh, in a virtual news conference, held at the White House two days ago on Wednesday, LSU President William Tate initially said that the university had been waiting for 400 students to turn in vaccine proof or opt for monthly testing. So um, there. I mean, them's the rules. Which you got. They, it's they, only they, 68 they, students, so it's not like they're missing out on too much. No, and it's a it's a it's a it's a public state university, obviously, but uh, they 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 have their rules, and this is what they're uh, this is what they're telling their 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 students to do. It, it, again, what they're telling their students to do is what you have to do to to get into uh, any any bar or restaurant here in the city of New Orleans right now. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems pretty easy though. Just either get tested or get. You have to get tested every month or show proof of a vaccination. If you don't want to do any of that, you get to keep 50% of your money. It doesn't seem like a hard decision to make depending on what kind of student you are. Because I could use, I could probably use 50% of my money back if I was one of these students. Well, it made national news how LSU is unrolling students. 
Have you seen how packed the stadiums were for the college football games over the weekend? How about last night for 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 the uh, New York Giants Washington football team game? I mean, stadiums are now one hundred percent fully packed. You don't see one mask anywhere. Obviously, they're not social distancing. So I guess they're all compliant then, right? I'm I'm assuming that everyone in all those stands at the like Virginia Tech game, the LSU games, and all that, all of them, in order to get into the stadiums, had to comply with the COVID guidelines and COVID rules to even get in. So they're all good, even though the stadium is packed. But those 68 students who are unenrolled, they probably wouldn't be able to go. Um, it's just wild, wild times we're living in. They, they really are. All right, coming up on the show this morning, someone confronted New Orleans Mayor Lataxa Cantrell in a bar here in the city, and uh, she wasn't too happy about it. I, so, someone, I guess someone said something to her, or, or and 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 she uh, she yelled at him. We we've got we, we've got the uh, the recording of that. We got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. Yesterday, uh, the city of New Orleans announced they're going to use Mardi Gras-style pickup for garbage starting today. Uh, One of the biggest problems uh, city livers are facing, people who live here in the city of New Orleans are facing post-Hurricane Ida, is their garbage hasn't been picked up. And there's tons and tons of garbage all over the city, and it's starting to stink. It's rotting. And so yesterday, uh, 
the, the city said they're going to use a Mardi Gras style pickup for garbage starting today. Yesterday on the show, we told you about how they opened up a spot on Elysian Fields Avenue where, where people who live in New Orleans can bring their house garbage. You, you got you to gotta put the garbage in your car, then drive it over to the spot on Elysian Fields Avenue, and then you got you got to take it out yourself. And it, it can only be your, your household garbage. It can't be any debris from Hurricane Ida. But, um, and, and, and so that's going on now, and that's open seven days a week. But the city of New Orleans will be adding a Mardi Gras-style garbage pickup. Now, when you say Mardi Gras-style garbage pickup, are you saying that the garbage workers are going to get drunk and flash their boobs while they're picking up trash? You know, that's the first thing I thought, Coleman. Okay. I, I thought we'd see some uh, wild costumes, uh, basically garbage trucks that are that are like Mardi Gras floats. Tandem Mardi Gras floats. Uh, tandem Mardi Gras dumps to the trucks. But no, no, it's, it's, it's not like that. The city of New Orleans will be adding a Mardi Gras-style garbage pickup collection process to help try to get rid of some of the trash uh, th- that's been awful here in New Orleans. And they, they had an issue picking up garbage before Hurricane Ida because uh, the garbage companies didn't have full staffs they were they were understaffed and before hurricane ida in some neighborhoods in new orleans people's garbage were were piling up in front of their in front of their homes now because of and since hurricane ida that problem has gotten uh really really bad what what, what this is is our mayor, Lataxa Cantrell, said that 10 vehicles from the city would be put out along with heavy equipment and a police presence to pick up loads of rotting trash. She called it Operation Mardi Gras yesterday. Ah, I get the the concept now. It makes sense. When she says Mardi Gras-style pickup, she means... You notice how clean the city gets right after Mardi Gras Day, right after Fat Tuesday, and you you've watched the crews after Mardi Gras, right? You've seen it, so I think that's what I, the concept. I, I is. have enjoyed that before. After, right. when, when the Mardi Gras parades are over on St. Charles Avenue, there's been a, a few years where I like sitting there watching them clean up right after. Right. As, as as soon as the parade is over. Right. I think that's the concept that they're going for. The way they clean the uh, streets at the Mardi Gras day, at the Fat Tuesday, I think that's what they're going to do. That's what I'm hoping that they're doing. The City Department of Sanitation, Parks and Parkways, Public Works, the Sewer and wa- uh, Sewerage and Water Board, Orleans Parish Sheriff's Office, uh, the RTA and the airport, will mobilize heavy equipment to go down all streets in the city and remove all bags that are currently on the street. The operation starts today. 
and will include laborers loading the bags into dump trucks and front-end loaders and transfer the trash into a landfill. It sounds like they're just doing trash bags but not hurricane debris. Yeah, yeah, that's all they're doing. Ah, I mean the hurricane debris will be picked up eventually, but they, they they've got to they've got to pick up the rotting household garbage first. Okay. Um, and they're saying obviously this is they're they're doing this not out of choice, but out of necessity. And this is a uh, this is a a. a a temporary solution that they came up with. And, and I know they, they've also looked into uh, contracting garbage trucks and garbage men from outside of the city of New Orleans, much like Entergy did when they um, contracted workers from all over the country to come down here after Hurricane Ida, and and restore the electricity, restore the power. Now, now, now the city of New Orleans, uh, they, they were talking about having to hire outside garbage trucks and, and garbage men as well to, to come into uh, New Orleans and, and pick up the trash. Yes, Texas, only in New Orleans <laughs> can they have a bad situation and they turn it into a party. But that's kind of like what we do. You know, somebody dies, we have a second line. You got potholes, you make a big six-foot cone. You know, you dress up as cones and go on a cone tour. Yeah, that's what we do. We take a negative situation, and we use that as an excuse to get drunk and have fun. Yeah. The mayor said the city's con- uh, city's trash contractors are looking at a three to five times bigger workload after Hurricane Ida with about only 25% of its normal workforce. So the garbage companies, the people that pick up the trash, they, they only 25% of its normal workforce. You know, it's not just that line of work. There are tons of businesses looking for employees in and around New Orleans, all over the country, post-coronavirus because uh, people were making good money just collecting a paycheck because the unemployment went up a, a, a lot of money and the federal government was giving people money. And and in some instances, in many instances, people were making more money for not working they were, than they would have made if they, if they were working. Just to clarify, though, the Mardi Gras-style cleanup that's going on today, that's different from the trash parade that's going on tomorrow. Yeah, now the trash parade is something else. Okay, because when you said Mardi Gras-style pickup, I, I kind of thought we was going to the trash parade direction. But that's different. No, uh, for the first time ever, there, there's going to be a trash parade. And... Be- because of there's so much garbage, there's so much trash in front of pe- people's homes here in the city, and it's man the smell, the stench, ooh, it's brutal. So uh, a man named Aaron Grant, who they call Louisiana, Aaron Louisiana Grant, 
said it started as a bitter joke. And now after weeks without trash pickup at his home in the Marini, he said he's had enough. He composed a Facebook post. Um, where he said <laughs> that the mayor told citizens to deposit their uncollected garbage at City Hall, the idiot box, which of course was untrue. But his satire hit a nerve, so now what they're going to do tomorrow at 11 a.m., there is going to be a parade a garbage parade on the corner of Elysian Fields Avenue. Well, that's good that it's there because that's the place where they want people to bring their garbage. But it's going to be on the corner of Elysian Fields Avenue and St. Claude Avenue tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. It's the first annual trash parade. So that's what people in New Orleans do when there are problems. I don't see them getting away with this because I, I think at some point he said he's going to put a ceremonial trash bag on the stoop of City Hall, like on the stairs, <laughs> right? But I'm quite sure he's saying it you know, to be funny. Hey, let's have a trash parade. We're going to take these ceremonial empty trash bags and leave them on the steps of City Hall. But I'm quite sure there's going to be some people who actually participate this and throw their actual trash after the trash parade on the steps of City Hall. Like, here you go, blop. There's a lot of potential to get in trouble here over a, a satirical joke to make a point. Well, in Louisiana Grant's view, the trash parade will be both genuine political criticism and tongue-in-cheek carnival-style satire. He says, uh, basically, we'll make light of it. The, our, the, the, the woeful sanitation situation here in New Orleans. But we've got a lot of very serious questions to ask. So, um, he said we should have trash garbage trucks driving in from Oklahoma. Yeah, we should have them driving in from all over the place. So that's our that's our garbage problem here in the city of New Orleans right now. You know, if it's not one thing, it's always it's always something, right? It's it's something else. And and I know in Jefferson Parish. They're having some issues. Yeah. They're having some problems picking up the trash as well from mostly from, the from debris. Like homes. yeah, mostly the debris. But like the texter said, we'll find any excuse to drink and party about it. So yeah, we're dealing with it the best way we can by drowning our sorrows in alcoholism and partying and doing second lines. This is supposed to be a funky parade. It's definitely going to be funky. The the first ever. Trash Parade, the New Orleans Garbage Parade, tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Again, on the corner. It starts on the corner of Elysian Fields and St. Claude Avenue. <laughs> Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Twisted Sister there. Their uh, former frontman, D. Snyder, hosts House of Hair. Hey, uh... A cool show every Saturday night, tomorrow night. Make sure you uh, you crank that up. Hey, today, you know what albums have a birthday today? Do you know what albums just turned 30 years old today? 
Guns N' Roses, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. And Ozzy Osbourne, No More Tears. Both of those albums, well, I guess all three of those albums because Guns N' Roses released two of them. Those albums were released 30 years ago today. And and starting later on today, we're going to be we're going to be cranking stuff from those albums. Yes, yeah, a Guns N' Roses weekend. And and this weekend we'll be we'll be cranking songs from Guns N' Roses, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, and Ozzy Osbourne's No More Tears, as they both celebrate their 30th birthday day. You know, there are so many great albums that turned 30 this year. You know, we already talked about the Metallica Black Album, and the, the, there, are, there are a bunch of great albums that turned 30 years old this year. And, and, and you look back, 30 years ago and you look at all the the great albums that were released and then it's it's kind of like now we sit here we're all the great albums we, we we don't see anything like we used to and Coleman I remember when those Guns N' Roses Use Your Illusion albums were released that was a big deal that was a really big deal because that was the first time ever a band released a double album or an artist released a double album, and they were number one and number two in the Billboard album charts. And and there are some people that say, you know, if Guns N' Roses took the best songs from Use Your Illusion 1 and the best songs from Use Your Illusion 2, put them together and made one album, it would be amazing well look that that statement can be considered true but i'll be honest with you i I think both use your illusion one and use your illusion two i think they're both fantastic albums the way they are they they just had a lot of stuff since the appetite for destruction debut days and um that was a that, that that was a big deal in 1991 when when those two albums came out because people were waiting for them because Appetite for Destruction their debut was so big and uh, and 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 the Illusions came out four years a little more than four years after uh, Appetite for Destruction came out. Couldn't have a better rock name either. Guns and Roses. You take the L.A. Guns with the Hollywood Roses and you put that all together and you get Guns and Roses. That's genius. Do you know how they came up with that name? Yeah, yeah. They took the, what, it was L.A. Heat and they needed a lead singer. So they had Hollywood, they got Axl Rose from the Hollywood Roses, right? And so when they took the lead singer from the Roses and hooked them up with the L.A. Guns, they came up with Guns and Roses, right? Well, no, you're right. Axl Rose fronted a band called Hollywood Rose before Guns and Roses. Mm Mm-hmm. But... And and he was he, uh, he he, and did you also know that Slash, Guns N' Roses guitarist, replaced a guy named Tracy Guns on ah, guitar. See, Tracy Guns then went and formed L.A. Guns, a, another band that that had some success. But the name Guns N' Roses came from Axl Rose and Tracy Guns. They were talking one day. And um, 
they 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 said, well, wait a minute. Your 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 name is Tracy Guns. You know, I'm calling myself Axel Rose now, even though his real name is, was William Bailey. He goes, why don't we call the band the two of them? I think I, I think Tracy Guns might have been the first one to say it. Why don't we call the band Guns and Roses? Because it's our it's our uh, first. They said Guns and Rose, and then he said, no, how about Guns and Roses? But definitely one of the coolest yeah. name, names for for a band ever. Well, anyways, Use Your Illusions 1 and 2 turned 30 years old today. And Ozzy Osbourne's No More Tears turns 30 years old today. Happy birthday to, to those albums. And uh, starting today and all weekend long here at Bayou 95.7, we're going to be cranking stuff from those discs celebrating their 30th birthdays. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. Did you see that NFL football game last night, the end of that game? Oh, my Jesus. The Giants had the game won. The Washington football team. Was, was was losing at the end of the game. They tried a last-second field goal, and they missed it. But a penalty flag came in. One of the Giants' defensive linemen was offsides. So Washington got a second chance to kick the field goal from five yards closer. And they made it, and they won. So, they, they, so the, the Giants had the game won, but the penalty gave Washington a second chance, and, uh, and, and, and they won that game. Wow. But even more important, has Washington come up with a name yet? Have they settled on something? Are they the wild? Are they the, the red pigs now? Are they the armada? Like, have they come up with a – have they decided on which name no, they No, Coleman, I showed you the other day in the studio here. They narrowed it down to eight. Yeah, I know one of them was like the Red Hogs or something like that, and maybe yeah, the Armada. I think the, I think the presidents might be one of them. Um, the, the the Red Hogs, I think, is the coolest. Um, but one of them is also the name they're currently using, the 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 Washington football team. I mean, it kind of encapsulates the whole thing, so I wouldn't blame them if they go with that one. Yeah. So, um, but they said they're gonna they're gonna come up with a they're gonna pick one name from out of eight. Coming up fairly soon, and uh, and and it's, it's funny the name they're currently using is is one of the one of the eight, um. But uh, boy, I mean that see a game like last night, I think the final score was uh, was 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 thirty to twenty nine. I I mean, and then how it ended, that is why football is. The, the most popular sport in the United States of America. Um, th- that whole game was entertaining. It was close the whole time. It was a, it was a really good game. And and those two teams aren't aren't great teams. But but they but <laughs> yeah. but but they played they played a great football game last night. And I look forward to uh Sunday. Uh the the Saints should have no problems in Carolina playing against uh the, the Panthers, this, the, the Saints should win that game on Sunday. And it gets even better because next Tuesday, if you sign up for the King of the Bayou, we can all pick the games from that point forward. 
That's right. We're starting two weeks late this year. Well, the good part about that is, and King of the Bayou is where you sign up for free. It doesn't cost anything. And you pick the NFL games. No point spreads. And whoever whoever picks the most winners, every week you get free groceries. And then at the end of the year, we got the giant screen the TV screen. And, 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 and a bunch of other prizes. And because of Hurricane Ida, that is starting two weeks late this year. But the good part about that is, Coleman, we have two weeks to watch the games. And so we'll see how the teams are doing. You get the so scout, yeah. When we start picking next week, when right. we start picking on Tuesday, uh, we'll at least have seen two weeks of games from these teams. So so we'll know. Yes, um, and, and you can sign up now uh, on our website, Bayou957.com. Just look for the uh, the square with uh, with the picture of me dressed as Elvis. I, I know, I look like an idiot. Um, but it's fun. It's free. It don't cost nothing. And uh, we're, we're getting that going after this week, after this weekend. So that, that starts on Tuesday. But you can sign up now or anytime, again, on our website at Bayou957.com. I mean, I, I, I just love NFL football Sundays. I love college football Saturdays. You know, LSU better start playing better. You take out Joe Burrow's year, their head coach, Ed Orgeron, has lost more games than he's won as LSU head coach. That is not good. If they don't start winning, and I mean winning all of their games, he's not going to last very long. And you know who's good this year? Tulane. And tomorrow they're playing at Ole Miss. And and Tulane, a couple of weeks ago, almost beat the number two team in America, the Oklahoma Sooners, in Oklahoma. That game was supposed to be uptown, but because of Hurricane Ida, they had to move it. They switched it, and they, they played at Oklahoma. And Tulane almost beat them. And, and then they, they had a big, they, they won big last week. Tomorrow, Tulane plays at Ole Miss. And you heard it here first. Tulane's going to win that game. Okay, I'll hold you to it. Let's see what happens. We'll, we'll talk about that on Monday. But, but you heard it here first. Because they've been bad for so long. They finally got a good coach, and these last few years they're getting better and better and better. And this year they're good. They're good, and look for them to beat Ole Miss tomorrow. Just, I'm, I just, I just love football since since I was a kid. Just, just love watching it. Life's better when there's a football game on TV. So much crap on television. All right, coming up in this morning's Big O. Someone said something to New Orleans Mayor Lataxa Cantrell in a bar a couple of nights ago, and she didn't like it. And uh, she went and confronted the man. We have the audio of that. And we have the video. And we have the video of that. That's on our website too, right? Yeah. At Bayou957.com. Our website's really cool. We got a lot of, a lot of fun stuff up there, a lot, of, a lot of cool stuff there. So that's coming up next on this morning's Big O here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? 
then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. John Osterland here. And since it's a few minutes after 7, it's time for this morning's Big O. Oh. (laughs) Two nights ago, Wednesday night, someone saw New Orleans Mayor Latexa Cantrell in a lounge. It was actually the Polo Club Lounge, which is in the Windsor Court Hotel on Gravier Street here in the CBD. Someone saw our mayor and said something to her. She didn't like it, and he's sitting at the bar, and she walked over to him and got in and started yelling at him. You just heard what she said. You, I'm Latoya. You, you, you said my name. You, you're, you're talking. You're talking about me. What do you got to say? By the way, we have the video of this on our website at Bayou957.com. Someone else who was uh, in the lounge started uh, video recording this. Now the story goes. He saw her, the, the, the patron sitting at the bar, saw her and, and said something about her which made her go get in his face and start saying what you just heard. I believe he was criticizing her for not issuing a mandatory evacuation for Hurricane Ida. Now look, if, if you remember, that hurricane was moving very fast. They tell, told us that they didn't have time, that they just didn't have the time to set up the mandatory evacuation. 
that that would that would consist of contraflow switching the way people go on the interstate uh, to get out of the city of New Orleans and and look they they said they just didn't have enough time to do that now look i could give you 27 other reasons to be frustrated with New Orleans mayor Latoxa Cantrell. But I don't know, I don't know if, if if this I mean I could see this guy being frustrated, but I don't know if you could put this on her. You know, I, I would have said, hey Latoxa. I know for years, for a decade, you've owed you and your lawyer husband have owed the IRS over over a hundred thousand dollars in federal income tax money that 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 you didn't pay for for a decade. By the way, she recently came to an agreement with the IRS over that. I would have said. You know, it must be nice only having to pay about $35,000 when you owe the, the federal government over $100,000, about $110,000. That's the deal she and her lawyer husband made with the, with the government. She only ha- had to pay around $35,000, her and her husband. Isn't that something when, when, when she owed about $110,000? Here's you and me paying every nickel uh, that the IRS tells us to, but not the sitting mayor of New Orleans. And you know, she also she had issues when she was a city council member. Uh, questionable spending on the on the city council credit card. Um, again, I could I could give you a, a bunch of reasons to say, what, what? Why does this stuff keep happening to you? Um, but I'm not sure I, I, I would have blamed her for for not setting up the mandatory evacuation, the, the, the contraflow out of New Orleans before Hurricane Ida. And then what about her reaction to whatever this guy said? How do you feel? What's your, what's your take on that? Well, she yelled at him. <laughs> and that's what, that's what she does. See, it, this is one of those scenarios, in my opinion, where it's like it's easy to take this situation – and add that to all the stuff we can criticize her about, right? But when I look at it as an isolated incident, I don't know if I can truly blame her for what she did, or I'm not going to say blame her. I'm not, I'll say I can understand why she would do such a thing because I'm guilty in the past of doing the same thing. Whether I'm at a bar or something and I hear or overhear somebody talking about me, I have been known to go and confront them. Like, if you have something to say, Say it to my face, here I am. Don't do sly comments or can you repeat what you said? I didn't hear that. So as a human, I can completely understand why she would do such a thing because I would do something like that if I felt like somebody was getting out the way with me. However, since she is a public figure. I was just going to say, but 
when it happened to you, you're not the sitting mayor of a major American city. Right. And that's what makes it look even that much worse. But as a human, I completely get it. I understand why she would do such a thing. And I also think it's a failed opportunity for that guy that she was confronting. If he really did say something cross to her, he had the perfect opportunity to say what he felt in front of the mayor's face. How many of us regular citizens would love to be in a situation where the mayor is asking you to tell me what you want to my face? How many people would love to explode on her and say, well, here's how I feel. And you, so I think the guy, he was in the wrong for not standing up. He, she actually made him fold up like a bitch. She confronted him. Like you said something about me. Here I am. And he had the perfect opportunity to get it off his chest. I would have loved to get it off my chest. And on the opposite end, I can see why she would say something because I don't like people talking about how my back, especially if I'm right there and you can say it to my face on both accounts. I can kind of understand, but they were, it, it looks bad if you already hate her. But if you take away who she is and what she does, I think most people would kind of get out the way with somebody if they felt like they was disrespecting them. Well, look, I, I, I don't think she acted like the sitting mayor. No, no. Of, that of, was in, of a major American city, I, I don't think that was the proper way uh, for, for her to act. She could have just walked up to him and said, look, Hurricane Ida came really fast. We didn't have time to set up. A mandatory evacuation. We didn't have time to to set up contraflow. Uh, I'm I'm sorry that uh, that 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 you weren't happy about that, and I, I would have walked away. I wouldn't I wouldn't have stayed in his face saying I'm Latoya, I'm the mayor. You're talking about me. You're talking to me. I I wouldn't I wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't have done See, all, that, all, that, all of that theater. <laughs> I get it. That, that, that's what me and you differ. I'm not a public figure, but at the same time, I've I've been known like if to lose my temper if I felt like somebody was talking uh, about me behind my back. And it also depends on how you view her already. You know, there are some people who, I guess, who are constituents like, yeah, we need more of that. Let them know that, you you know, you're not a pushover. And if you're against her, it makes her look even worse because let's take that situation with Buzz Aldrin where he punched that guy. Most people looked at Buzz like a hero when that guy called Buzz a liar. So Buzz uh, confronted him like, what did you say to me? And punched him. Everybody's like, yeah, Buzz. Yeah, that was a few years ago. Uh, someone saw the astronaut Buzz Aldrin and, and said, hey, come on, just admit it. That was all on a Hollywood back lot. Right. You know what I mean? And it, it, we the, the moon and all of that, the space stuff. What a bunch of crap. Buzz Aldrin didn't want to hear it. And he just punched the guy in the face. Right. So when you hear the Buzz Aldrin, most people are like, yeah, Buzz, let that guy know that, you know, you really was up there in space. You know, your your legacy and your honor is at stake. But if it's somebody you already don't like, like the mayor, and she does the exact same thing and confronts somebody from calling her out, all of a sudden, oh, no, she's not, look, that's not supposed to happen. So it also kind of depends how you feel about that person when it comes to this situation. But if you take the humanity in the consideration and, and not the public figure and her title and all this, I can I can get why she reacted that way, especially after you had a few drinks. Well, look, I don't know how many drinks she had, but 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 in my opinion, she didn't act like a sitting mayor of an, of of, oh, a ma- of of a major American city should act. Um, do you agree with me? Do you think do you think she was she she looks ridiculous and 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 was wrong with that, or, or do you are, are you kind of leaning how how Coleman feels? Well, if someone's talking about it, yeah, you, you go get get in their face. I, I don't think that's how a sitting sitting mayor should act. And if you ran into Latasha Cantrell, what would you, what would what would you say to her? What would your complaint be? Or if you don't have any complaints, would you tell her she's doing a great job? Text us 
504-260-9595. Keep the text short, one or two sentences. If it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show. I would have said to her, if this was two nights ago, Wednesday night, and I saw her, that was me singing at that bar, I would have said, boy, it must be nice to only have to pay the federal government, the IRS, $35,000 when you owe them $110,000, you and your lawyer husband. Could you imagine if every American did that? Ms. Mayor? Could you imagine if every American did that? Go, first and foremost, go a decade without paying your federal income taxes, and then and when you do pay them, you only pay about 30% of what you owe them when you've got Americans like me who are paying the full amount. I'm paying exactly what the federal government, the IRS, tells me to pay every year. I would say that. I would tell her she's doing a horrible job. Then I would also offer what she should do. Like, here's a list of things that I think you should take into consideration. So it's a two-part question. Uh, how, how do you think she acted? I mean, I, 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 think, I think she was wrong. Coleman can kind of understand when someone's talking about you how she could get excited like that. And, and if, you, if you came across the mayor, you, you bumped into the mayor in a bar in, in, in the city where, she's, where she uh, reigns, what, what would you say to her? Text us, 260-9595, Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. We've got a lot of texts coming in on this morning's Big O segment. It's it's the audio we played, and we've got the video on our website of New Orleans Mayor Lataxa Cantrell yelling at a man who, who said something about her. Uh, he wasn't happy that a mandatory evacuation, she didn't call for a mandatory evacuation for Hurricane Ida. And, and she, she didn't have the time, that's what she told them, and... and, and, and Again, I could think of 27 other things to, uh, to, to be frustrated with her about. Um, but we asked you to text us. We've got a lot of texts coming in. Uh, Coleman, read a, a, a couple, one or two of them quick, quickly right now. Then we'll read the rest of them coming up. This first text says, as a public figure, you have to behave above the public standard. Christina Nabita says, it's an election year, right? And one last one. We're going to do them after this break, but just a few this one says, John blasts her every day on the radio. I don't see her getting in his face. And there's a lot more to come. Hey, she's invited to get in my face. Any, anytime she wants to come on the show to that last text. Um, again, I could, I, could, I could give you 20 other reasons uh, to be frustrated with New Orleans Mayor Lataxa Cantrell. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't blame her for not setting up a mandatory evacuation. You know, because the contra flow was involved. They have to switch which way people drive on the interstate, and they, they just didn't have the time uh, to do that. Uh, more of your texts coming up. We love your texts. Keep them short. Um, and, and if they're good, we will, we will read them on the show, 504-260-9595. And again, if you haven't seen that video, it's on our website at Bayou957.com. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only. Classic Rock Station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. And if you're just joining us, this morning's Big O segment was about the, uh, the, the video that's been going around of New Orleans Mayor Lataxa Cantrell uh, yelling at a man inside of the upscale Polo Club Lounge 
which is in the Windsor Court Hotel on Gravier Street. Uh, this happened two nights ago on Wednesday night. And we, we've got the video on our website at Bayou957.com. Yeah, here's a sample of what happened. It's me. You understand? Know it's me. That's right. So Latoya is me. What are you trying to say to me? Evidently, the, the, the man said something um, about how he was unhappy that she didn't mandate a mandatory evacuation for the city of New Orleans, the city where she reigns for Hurricane Ida. And she and, and the governor as well, John Taco Bell Edwards, said they just didn't have time. Because um, when you when you mandate an evacuation, you set up what they call contra flow, and, and that's where they rearrange how people drive on the interstates. They, they not, now you're driving the other way on the interstate. Uh, that for the mandatory evacuation. She said that uh, they didn't have time to do that. And they said that when the hurricane was coming in. Um, so I, I, I see why she's defending herself. She looked very offensive on that one. <laughs> for, for, for that. But just the way she did it. You know, my name's Latoya. And yelling at the guy. Look, and if I'm the, if, if I run into Latoya, Taxi Cantrell, at the uh, at at a bar or someplace, you know, I would ask her, "Boy, how do you get away with not paying your federal income taxes for over a decade, and then when you do make a deal with the IRS, you only pay thirty five thousand out of the hundred and twelve thousand dollars that you and your lawyer husband owe? Uh, how do you do that, uh, Ms. Mayor? And, and and could you could you?" Lend me a hand. I mean, I'm just a working stiff. I pay uh, 100% of what the IRS tells me to pay. Um, I would also ask her, while she was a city council member, about her questionable spending on the city council credit cards. And 27 other things to ask her, too. I wouldn't have said anything about the uh, make the, the, the residents of New Orleans uh, evacuate for Hurricane Ida. But, but I didn't think she, she acted like a sitting mayor of a major city, yelling at this guy, getting in his face. And again, we've got the video on our website at Bayou957.com. Um, I asked you to text us. Uh, how do you think she acted? And, 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 if, and if you ran into LaTaxa La Cantrell in a bar, what would you say to her? This first text says, I would ask her, where's your precious mask, Ma? Or does COVID not hang out at the Windsor? I guess I would have the balls to confront a stranger, too, if I had two bodyguards at my back. This is the product of a few drinks. She's a mess. Yeah, and, and I don't see a mask in that picture, um, you know, when you're sitting down at the bar or or you're you're eating anywhere in a restaurant. Yeah, you I do see you, the two big bodyguards, though. I don't see the six feet distance, but I see a big bodyguard. Yeah, I don't see any mask. You only need the mask to get in the restaurant or the bar. And then once you're in there, you can take it off. Um, which is kind of nuts, and and you also need to 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 prove you've been vaccinated or had a negative COVID 
uh, test in the last 72 hours to get in any place, any bar, restaurant in New Orleans now. All right, Best Bank Paul says, this proves the ignorance of our corrupt mayor. She's supposed to be an example, but prove that she's the same as the rest of the idiots in New Orleans. A person of her stature should not even be at a public bar in the first place. I don't think so. I think she should be able to go hang out at bars. Yeah, I, again, I don't, I don't think she acted appropriately for the sitting mayor of, of a major American city. This text says, how, how was he supposed to get a word in? She wouldn't give him a chance. That's a good point. Even if he did have something to say, would she even allow him to say it? She's yelling at him. Boy, her poor husband. <laughs> this text says, however, she had no idea that the phone was recording who she really is. Coleman, you would have ended up on World Star and became famous. World Star. Well, yeah. This text says, she definitely did punk that dude. I agree with that. If he did talk trash behind her back and she confronted him, he did fold up like a little bitch. And I think it was a, a, a missed opportunity to say exactly what he had on his mind. He had the opportunity, but, he, you know, when when he got to the face, he she pulled his whole card. This text says, God, I wish that would have happened to me. I would have exploded on her ass. This text says, what a missed opportunity. I would have had a lot to say, and it wouldn't have been good either. Casey says, you get what you vote for. Quit electing criminals and surprise that they act like criminals. I wouldn't say that's criminal behavior because, like I said, I probably would have done the same thing if I caught somebody talking about me on the corner. I, I, and I'm not a criminal, but I have confronted people who have talked behind my back and thought I didn't hear them, but I was in earshot. And I, I, I ran up on them, like, say it to my face. So I don't he, know if that's criminal behavior. Here's what she should have done, Coleman. She should she should have said, Oh, you're 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 upset that I didn't mandate uh, 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 an evacuation f- for New Orleans for Hurricane Ida. Well, we didn't have time to set up the contraflow. We di- we didn't have time. The, 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 when we learned about it and, and, and the storm was moving in so fast, I didn't have time. But but thank you for your concern. And I would have walked away. I wouldn't have gotten in her face and said, "I'm Latoya. I'm the one you're talking about. I'm the one." Uh, I, I would, and she said she did that because she felt disrespected. Uh, yeah, I can see that. This text says, you're an elected official and you represent the city in and out of office. You have to keep it professional at all times. Keep it professional at all times, gentlemen. Ding, ding, ding. This text says, bring back Sugar Ray. At least he would have picked up the trash. That's from Jay. Ray Nagin's out of jail. <laughs> yeah. This text says, if someone would get in her face and go off, they would have been arrested. So why is it okay for her? Yeah, when it starts off, it's just her, and then, well, there's one other security guy standing there, but then you see a few other security people uh, come over and, and get in between the two. Yeah, but you're right, she she would not let him get a word in edgewise. Robbie said it was liquid courage. This text says, it sounds like every other press conference that she has. <laughs> yeah, when she starts yelling, when she gets excited, she yells. <laughs> All right, this text says... Uh, Oh, no, I read that one already. Well, thank you very much for the text. We always appreciate that. And uh, whether it's the the Big O segment or anything we talk about, anything during our show, if if you want to text us about anything, uh, feel free to. Just keep it short, one or two sentences. And and if it's good, we will uh, read it on the show. You guys always do a great job, too. Very creative and on point. But I'll, I'll, I'll finish this break talking like the mayor of New Orleans talked to that man in that bar two nights ago. We still got more.
more stuff we got to get to. I got the dumbest thing I read all day. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only. Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only. Classic Rock Station. Good morning. John Osterland here with you. And about a year ago, we told you, we were talking about on the show, the story from... Pearl River, the, the, the church in Pearl River, where in the middle of the night, a man who lived near the church was walking in his neighborhood. He saw some lights on inside the church. So he walked over and he looked inside the window and he saw on the altar a priest and two scantily clad women and there were there were lights set up on the altar and so he called the cops and the cops showed up come to find out the priest of of that church was in there in the middle of the night with with two dominatrixes and they were they were video recording some adult entertainment. And you you know when we talked about it on the show, Coleman was the first to say legally what what did he do wrong? I mean, obviously, morally, it, it was awful. And the next day, uh, some parishioners showed up and they, they, they took the altar out, outside. They physically removed the altar, and I think they burnt it. And they blew it up or something. And we agreed morally it, it was wrong, but legally... What? How? How? How did they break the law? The priest, name's Travis Clark, and um, he was the priest there at Saints Peter and Paul Catholic Church in Pearl River, and this happened about a year ago. It happened September thirtieth last year, when him and Two women were on the altar video recording some adult entertainment. Well, that former priest and the two professional dominatrices? Dominatrices? Trices. (laughs) They were charged with institutional vandalism after that sexual tryst on on the also on the altar that's that's what they were originally charged with right and then i made the point well what did they actually vandalize because vandalize just means destruction they didn't break anything they didn't damage anything all they did was do something immoral if anything 
the church burning the altar was more vandalizing, but they did that because they wanted to purify it. I get it. But even if there was evidence of vandalism, the fact that you burned the altar, you couldn't even prove that they vandalized it because you burned the thing that you claimed that they vandalized. So I said the vandalate the, the 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 vandaling charge shouldn't stick because they didn't break anything. They didn't damage anything. They just did sex on the thing or tried to do sex on the thing. Well, that was the original charge, institutional vandalism. Um but they are now facing a new charge. They authorities in St. Tammany Parish have have added a new charge, obscenity. Obscenity? That's a charge that you, that's illegal? Obscenity. Yeah, yeah. Coleman, if you if you're standing out on the street, yeah. And 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 you whip it out. Right. You, you know, you show your privates, you you could get arrested for obscenity. See, they were inside of a church that he was pat they weren't on the street. They were inside of a church. It was late at night and I I'm quite sure that the doors were locked, which means they have a reasonable expectation of privacy and i know most parishioners they do live at the church that they parishion so maybe that was his domicile at night so i don't see how obscenity would stick being that they were doing it in the privacy of his own church it wasn't until the people in time came in and looked in where everybody figured out what was going on so i can't see how this is a public a public obscenity charge well it looks like the authorities in saint tammany parish they want to get these people. Yeah, clearly. They, they obviously they, they, they want to. They, they're they, trying to find. They're trying to throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks because they they don't like what he did. What he did was immoral. I, I completely agree with that. So they're trying to find anything in that they possibly can throw at him to see what sticks because they just want to. They just want to nail this guy for what he did, whether it was illegal or not, just because of the morality of it. You know, when that guy who who lives in that neighborhood where that church is in Pearl River. When, when when he walked by the church that night in the middle of the night and he looked in the window because he saw the lights on. I mean, obviously, I, I already mentioned he he saw the priest and two women on the altar and there were lights all around them, like a movie set. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, the, the two women were dressed in corsets and high heels. That's all they were wearing. They, they, but they, they were still wearing stuff, so yeah, there's that. Um... And they were performing sexual acts on a partially dressed Father Clark. Right. But that's what that's what was happening. And so the 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 original charge, institutional vandalism. Okay. I think they went to court for that. And I mean, I'm, I don't, what are they going to? They going to go to jail for a long time? Uh, I I don't I, I don't think so. But they uh, here, here we are a year later, just about, and the authorities in St. Tammany Parish have added new a new charge, obscenity. This is the problem when people get their personal emotions involved in stuff like that, especially when it comes to legal action. Because legally, there's not much you can find. Legally, they to me, they didn't do anything wrong. It was consenting adults, so it wasn't prostitution. You know, the guy, it was his church, and the doors were locked. So I'm sure it was a reasonable expectation of private. It wasn't out in public, even though that if that guy hadn't walked up and looked inside the window, nobody would have known what was going on. So, And they didn't vandalize or damage anything. 
And I get it. What he did was wrong. It was immoral. It was unethical. But people hated what he did so much that they're trying to find any legal reason that they can just to stick him just because they didn't personally like what he did. You get what I mean? Like, they're just trying to find something, and I think that's the problem. They're reaching for something just to stick this guy when legally they probably don't have a leg to stand on. Well, Pearl River police arrested them, and when they arrested them, they confiscated sex toys, stage lights, and two recording devices that were in the church. Yeah, which proves that they were filming an adult movie. That doesn't prove that they vandalized anything or did anything illegal. Now, initially... Pearl River Police booked all three with obscenity. But when the 22nd Judicial District Attorney Warrant Montgomery, he's the District Attorney of St. Tammany Parish. Wow, his name is Warrant with a T? Warren. There's no oh, T. Oh, Warren. I thought you said Warrant. I was about to say that was an awesome name for a law enforcement dude. But when, when Warrant Montgomery charged them in a bill of information last March, it was for one count each of institutional vandalism. Maybe that were not, not obscenity. So so yeah. when they were first arrested by the Pearl River police, they were charged with obscenity. But when they went to court, the, the charge wasn't obscenity. It was institutional vandalism. Well, now all this time later, they, uh, they, they've added the obscenity charges. That, that, that charge of, of obscenity. So if you're listening right now, what do you think of this? I mean, should these people be in prison? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm looking up the charge institutional vandalism, and it does say when you damage or deface something like a church or a synagogue or a building or a structure, but once again, they didn't vandalize anything and they didn't deface anything. They didn't cause any damage. They just did an immoral act on it, so I, I can see why that one didn't stick. But obscenity, man, they weren't in public. Well, Coleman, the the obscenity charge that they just that they just – decided to, to charge them with all this time later, that charge carries a heavier potential penalty of up to three years in prison. So so that charge is more serious, obscenity is more serious than what they were, uh, than institutional vandalism. See, plus, since it's a religious issue and it's in, within the church, I think the church should handle it. You know, he did this within the church, and I'm guessing they took away his priest privileges or whatever it is. So I think the, the situation should have been handled internally within the church. If they're trying to make it a legal issue because of people's feelings about what he did. If the church handled it internally, how many Hail Marys do you think they'd have to do? The the two dominatrixes and, 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 and the priest? Well, they burned the altar, so I'm quite assuming that was a lot. They had to burn the altar and redo it. That's what I would have did. I would have said, look. We had to burn this altar because you you demoralized it and you desecrated it. Just just have this guy pay for another altar, and that would have been it. Look, you, you, you can't be a priest in our parish anymore or whatever or wherever it's called, but you have to pay for the altar that we had to burn because you decided to do something immoral. That's what I would have done. I wouldn't have stuck this guy with some legal stuff just because of my personal feelings toward you know the morality of what he did. So next month, on October 13th, they're going to be rearranged this time on obscenity charges. And so it looks like they're trying again. Yeah, duh. If those, you're listening... D- d- those poor dominatrices, they're they just, just doing their job. And look at the mess that they're caught up in. If you're listening, do you agree with what they're doing in St. Tammany Parish? Uh, they already went through this once, but now they just added another charge. 
authorities there want these people in prison for for a bit. Uh, text us. I mean, again, morally, what they did, obviously, it was wrong. But legally, should should these should this now former priest and these two dominatrixes who were just looking to make a few bucks should they end up in in prison? For a couple of years because of this? Yeah, you think going to hell would be enough, but no, they want. Yeah, to... isn't that enough? <laughs> yeah, this good. they're going to hell. So you know, what else do you what what else do you want from them? Text us. Keep it short, one or two sentences. If it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show. What do you make of the authorities in St. Tammany Parish rearranging these three? They're they're obviously going after them. They 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 want to make a point. Um, but all this time later, now that the, the charge has been changed, upgraded, is, isn't this a bit much? Or, or do you agree with what they're doing? Um, text us, 504-260-9595. Keep it short, one or two sentences. If it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. If you're just joining us, we were talking about something that happened about a year ago in Pearl River last September. You may recall when the priest of a church there got arrested because he was inside the church in the middle of the night with two dominatrixes, and 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 the dominatrixes were dressed only in corsets and high heels, they were on the altar, and they were video recording uh, adult entertainment. Someone who lived in the neighborhood just happened to be walking by, saw the lights on, looked inside, called the police. Well, they've already they they faced a charge in St. Tammany Parish of institutional vandalism, but now, even though it's been about a year later. St. Tammany authorities added a new charge, obscenity, and they're going to be rearranged, rearranged next month. And the obscenity charge is a bit more serious, harsher penalties than the institutional vandalism charge. So it looks like they're really going after these people. And, um, again, this is a year later they're adding uh, a new charge. Uh, don't you think this is a little much? Look, what they did was morally wrong, but you want to see these people sitting in prison for years? And I asked you to text us your thoughts. This first text, I don't know if that's M-O or Mo. I'm just going to call it Mo. Mo says they don't call it St. Slamity for nothing. Sarah D, Sarah D says, let thy people bleep. Uh, do sex, but she's, yeah. Oh, she's <laughs> Let thy people bleep. All right, here we go. This text says, if he paid them, how isn't it prostitution? Well, they were filming something so they can be considered paid actresses, even if it is adult content. Plus, there's no conf- uh, confirmed that they actually did sex. They said they did sex acts. They were probably leading towards sex, but the, the peeping time came in and destroyed all that. So yeah, that's why they, that's why it's not prostitution. Yeah, just pay, pay, paid them as actors. Yeah, yes. actresses. Yeah. Yes. This text says Saint Tammany's just mad because they weren't invited. 
Crow from Slidell says, I don't see why they were arrested. As Coleman said, they weren't in public. That's why I don't think the obscenity scene is going to stick because they weren't in public. You, you you would really have to go in by the, like, 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 like the guy. They like look in the window to see what they were doing because the altar was a ways back from the door. Uh, Robbie says, this sounds like a witch hunt. The one that should be charged is the peeping time. How about that? This text says, seems to me like they're being overcharged because, I mean, look at what other priests have done. No. This text says, it didn't hurt the public, but it hurt their souls. And they're also in St. Slamini. Uh, Lee from the West Bank says, uh, morally doesn't equal legality. I hope these charges don't stick. That's right. Moral, mor- morality does not equal uh, legal. Uh, this last one says, I don't agree with the charges on the dominatrices. It's a witch hunt. Question is where the charges are the peop- of the people time are in the uh, burning of the altar, which is vandalism. Isn't that those are the ones that are wrong? But the, they own the altar, so they have a right to burn their own altar. So I don't see that as vandalism. Yeah, the next day, uh, parishioners showed up. They yanked the altar out of there, and they, they burnt it in the streets. And and the dominatrices were not dressed as witches. They were wearing corsets and high heels only. So Son of a witch. Thank you for your texts. Coming up next, it's the dumbest thing I, I read all morning. And this has to do with an actor from a very famous movie who just made some news. Stay tuned, that's next. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterlin here with you. Guns N' Roses there, that's from The Illusions. And uh, today is those albums' 30th birthday. Happy 30th birthday to Guns N' Roses, Use Your Illusion 1 and Use Your Illusion 2. I love those albums. Today is also the 30th birthday of Ozzy Osbourne's No More Tears. And we're going to be playing stuff from those birthday albums uh, today and and all weekend long as we celebrate uh, the 30th birthday of those, like, technically three albums because Guns N' Roses had, had two of them and Ozzy had, had one. Boy, 30 years ago, so many great albums came out in such a short span of time. I mean, now you, you look at what comes out, it's like, what the hell happened? Back then, so many great albums came out all the time. So listen for that uh, this weekend here at Bayou 95.7. It's that time of our show where I tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning. The actor who played Eugene in the classic movie Grease just got arrested yesterday for freaking out in a restaurant. Grease was an entertaining movie. And if you saw it, you remember Eugene. He was the geeky kid with the glasses. Well... Yesterday, he was in a restaurant in Maryland, and uh, he freaked out in the restaurant. Cops came, and they they arrested him. His mugshot is bizarre. (laughs) And and we have it for you on our website. We've got a picture of his mugshot yesterday right next to a picture of when he was Eugene in Greece, and that movie was from the mid to late 70s. So you're talking... 
a 50-year difference in those pictures. It's funny. I used to think that's really how high school kids look like when, when I watched Priest as a kid. <laughs> he looks like he's enjoying himself on that mugshot, though. He's like He looks like he's having the best time of his life. He was arrested for uh, he he was arrested for causing a scene in a restaurant. Uh, he refused to leave the restaurant after being asked to leave. When police arrived, he ran behind a woman in a booth and refused multiple orders from law enforcement. He was forcibly taken away. He reportedly threw a number of items at police, such as plates, bowls, and food. Eugene from Greece. Starting a food fight in a restaurant in Maryland. And he attacked somebody in there too. He was taken to jail where he was charged with second uh, degree assault, chaotic behavior, and trespassing. All, and all of that craziness and chaos that happened is still worth the mugshot. When you look at the mugshot, all of that stuff is justified just to have that picture. Yeah, his mugshot is bizarre. And like I said, we've got that mugshot right next to his picture when he was Eugene in Greece from the 70s. Wow! Well, the actor who played Eugene from Greece, his name's Eddie Deason. Eddie. He was arrested for freaking out in a restaurant and evidently for a food fight as well in that restaurant. And He threw a bunch of stuff at police. Uh, boy, there's there's someone that you never thought you'd ever hear from or see again. And when we do see him, it's awesome. <laughs> I know. I mean, most people, many, many, many people have seen the movie Grease. And, and you remember Eugene. And, and now you look at this mugshot. It's like, that's Eugene? Well, the Grease actor being arrested for the uh, food fight and a few other things. That's the dumbest thing I read all morning. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. And again, we, we, we've got the, uh, the mugshot, the bizarre mugshot from yesterday, the story, the picture of him from Greece when he was Eugene. Uh, check it out when you get a second on our website. Our website's really cool. We, yeah, we, we, we have the Eugene mug. This is awesome looking right now. First of all, we got the Eugene mug shot. We got the video of Mayor Cantrell getting that dude's face. And we also have the little box where you can sign up for King of the Bayou. Like, right now, the, the, the website's on point. Yeah, our website is, is we we revamped it, uh, uh, what, a couple of months ago. And it's, it's really cool ever since we did. I'm also seeing this article here. They're adding Tracy Morgan to the sequel of Twins with... On a Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. That's I gotta click that and see what that's like. What and that? they also got the trash parade. Well, yeah, they really do have a lot of stuff. They got the trash parade details. Tomorrow morning, there's a garbage parade, a trash parade here in New Orleans, uh, because uh, the city's stinking so much because they haven't been able to pick up the the garbage since Hurricane Ida. And that's tomorrow morning at eleven o'clock uh, here here in New Orleans. Yeah, our website's really cool. Check it out when you get a second. Bayou957.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 